Kingdom greetings and kingdom blessings to you. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Today, I want to talk about rejecting the knowledge of God opens the door to destruction. I know you say that's a long title. Yes, it is. (laughs) Rejecting the knowledge of God opens the door to destruction. Okay. Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I will reject you from being my priest. And because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Oh my God. Can I read that to you once again? Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from being my priest. And because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. I don't know about you, I would never ever want to hear that from God, that he rejected me and my children, also my children's children, because we're all connected. I wouldn't even want to hear him say he rejected uh, the disciples in the ministry. I wouldn't want to hear him say he even rejected my enemies because every soul is important to me, okay? This verse really defines the curse of rejection, also known as the demon of rejection. This curse, or should I say demonic spirit, is not just about being turned down or rejected by someone uh, one day, okay? The demon of rejection that enters as a result of refusing the knowledge of God is about your whole life being characterized uh, by, uh, should I say, the manifestation of this demon, because that's exactly what it is. Though all of us have been rejected uh, at one point of our life, all of us have been rejected in one way or another. There is um, a deeper uh, uh, spirit than that, like a curse or a demon of rejection that destroys lives, and, and, and it also causes one to reject God. Oh my God, just, you know, just thinking about that brings pain and heartache to myself. But there is deliverance and there is forgiveness. God is always open to a person with a repentant and a humble heart. Okay, that's why I always talk to a lot of people that I am tied to. And I always say, whatever you do, remain humble. Keep your, keep your spirit humble before God and operate in humility and great character. If you come to him in the midst of your mess and confess that, uh, that you want to know his ways and that you want to walk in the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding of his word, he will deliver you from destruction of rejection. He will. I know all too well. He will definitely deliver you from that spirit. However, God cannot accept you when you are living in deliberate opposition uh, of his will and his ways. He will reject you if you reject deliverance. We got to embrace deliverance, people of God. 
no matter how much we do church, no matter how much we preach and teach and, and lay hands and do all of those things, deliverance must take place in our lives. You know, our ministry is a deliverance ministry. The Lion of the Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministry, we are a deliverance ministry. When you hear me speak of different things, because I am a deliverance leader, God, he have anointed me to do such things. He didn't, he didn't anoint me to do anything but do to be a deliverance leader. His word and his and leading of his spirit. We are living in a time when, when hardly any of us can say that we have not been introduced to the knowledge of God. At some point in your life, I know, I just know at some point in your life that you've been introduced to God. And if you haven't, let me just stop and, and pause right here and just say, if you haven't, Take the time right now and just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Save me. Make me one with you, God. I confess my sins to you, God, with my mouth. And I open my heart to you and I ask you to come in and be my father. Lead me. Guide me in your perfect will, in your perfect way. God, help me, Father God, to be all that you have called me to be. In Jesus' name. I agree with you and whatever that you're saying to God, I ask God to help you along the way to find you a Bible-believing based church and a church that believe in deliverance that would teach you the word of God and also that will help you get delivered and free. We, got, we, we must know and understand you can go to church all day long, but you must be delivered. You must ask God to help you. Once he come into your heart and come into your life, you already know that the enemy is going to come too and he's going to come fast. He's going to make you think you're not free. That just because you accepted God and you asked him to come into your life that you're not free. Yes, you are. Whom the son says free is free indeed. And the more you keep reaching out to God, God is going to keep reaching right back. And the more you keep denouncing those things that's trying to hold you hostage in your spirit, those things that you, you said that you was free from, you, you, for some reason you went back and you started picking that thing back up because you was being, you know, you, you, you felt like, Hey, I, I, I need this drink. I need this smoke, or I need to have, uh, 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 I need to have sex unmarried, or I need to go and reach back for this person. I need to go reach back for that person. I need to reach back for that drug or I need to reach back to this. And God said, no, don't reach back. Reach up, reach up, reach up to me because I am your redeemer. I will redeem you back. I need you. I need you just like you need me. I need you to surrender your all. It's nothing out there for you. Nothing but nothing but death. It's no life out there. The enemy wants you to refer back. The enemy wants you to, 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 turn your, to turn your heart back from God. The enemy wants you to say enough is enough. I don't want to serve God and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. The enemy love it when people turn their back on God. The enemy love it when people uh, 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 backslide. I know I, I used to, back in the days, I'm talking back in the 90s, I had backslidden and I was in there. I was, man, and when I tell you, I didn't stay long. But the time that I did uh, stay, the little time that I stayed away from God, man, that devil must have whipped me every which way. 
because I had yielded my members back to the devil when God had pulled me out of a dark place. I ended up finding myself back into that dark place because I just, things wasn't happening the way I thought it was going to happen. And I was mad at God because of something that, you know, I thought that God was supposed to intervene on that. But God was letting me know, no, you made that thing out of God. So I allowed you to go ahead and, and, I, and I allowed you to have it because you wanted it. That's what you wanted. You chose it over me. You made everything about that thing. So I had to let that thing have you and you have it. And it didn't get you anywhere. But I'm not going to try. I got my arms open wide and I got the ring ready to receive you back. And I got a robe ready, just like the prodigal son, to receive you back. There may be a remote groups of people who have never known the God in the Bible. But most of us have, in one way or another, we've been presented with an opportunity to receive the truth of God and deliverance and healing. Yes. So if we choose to go another way and, and our minds are fixed on living out that choice, God says, I will reject you. Hosea 4 and 6 says it very clear. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you. So it is not only about a lack of exposure of the knowledge of God. It is also about refusal to accept it. And although our rejection of this knowledge, we are destroyed. Now focus on on that word destroyed. Focus on that word. What does that word mean to you, destroyed? What does it mean to you? Not to me, not to your friend, not to your neighbor, not to your church the, your your family, your you know your the family in your church. No, what does destroyed mean to you? The spirit of destruction comes into our lives as a result of our rejection of God, and then by His rejection of us. If we want to experience victory and blessings and protection from God, and even acceptance, because we always have His love. We God have always loved us. God have never left us. We left God. It was a time when, when I, I heard, I've heard people say, oh, I found the Lord. God have, he, he redeemed us. God have never left us. We left him. It is important for us to repent and accept his truth. We need to be humbly open and submitted to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We must know that. Rejecting God leads to a reprobated mind. It leads us to have a reprobate mind. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not uh, convenient, which is proper. Romans 1 and 28. Go back and read the scriptures for yourself. Okay? It says again in Romans 1 and 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, which is proper. Continual rejection to God and his ways will cause your mind to be given over to a place of evil and confusory. You know, we got to understand that that's a will of destruction. That's a way that a, that's a way to destruction. This is what we uh, saw with Saul. As we come into an understanding in Romans 1 and 28, we can discern that 
uh, as a result of divine rejection, Saul was given over to a reprobate mind. He was, Saul did whatever he wanted to do. He got puffed up. He did just like Satan. Satan got beside himself. Saul got beside himself. Uh-huh. Got puffed up. The word reprobate means rejected as worthless, morally corrupt. It speaks of a person whose very mind uh, that is set. Oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. And thinking process have been rejected by God. I wouldn't want to be in that place to be rejected by God. It's like walking around with a mark on you. Like the enemy, you're just walking around marked. We will find a whole kingdom of demons in Romans 1 and 29 and 31. Go back and read. Don't take my word for it. Go read it for yourself. Romans 1, 29 through 31. That characterize a reprobate mind. Unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliceness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. Oh my, oh my God. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God. Violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, and unmerciful. Oh my God, that's a bad place to be, people of God. It may be heard, uh, I'm sorry, it, it, it may be hard. It may be very hard to believe that individuals who once walked with God can can come to a place where demons can take over and wreak havoc in their lives, causing them to utter uh, devastation and destruction. But this is the place any of us could end up when we reject God. That's that's a place to be to overtaken with a reprobate mind. We may we may not hear this preached from, from different pulpits, but I'm going to give you truth no matter what. I always tell people, truth is what I give you. I will never, you may hate me for a truth, but you would never hate me for a lie because I'm going to give you truth. You may hate me for being, for being honest and being straightforward and telling you like it is. You may hate me. You may ask me something and I've given you an answer and you may hate me for a long time. But after a while, you will thank me for giving you truth because truth is going to save your life. But the Bible provides a picture of divine rejection that cannot be disputed. From Cain to Saul and even the children of Israel, God reveals that he has a set of standards for living. And we, no matter what you want to do, we've got to accept this truth. The guidelines that has provided for us. We got to accept this truth. You don't have to, but the results is a reprobate mind. They are meant for our prosperity and our blessings. But when we disobey his commandments, we are not blessed and we're not protected. It's a sad place to be. And we cannot experience victory over the enemy. When this hedge of protection is removed and his acceptance is removed, we are exposed and we're very vulnerable of the enemy's tactics. Not to say that the enemy won't come. The enemy will come in. But like the people run past that comma. That comma means to pause. When the enemy come in, it's a pause. Like a flood, the spirit will lift up the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. Not only is this hedge protection removed from you when you're disobedient, but also we will experience the same rejection as the children of Israel experience. 
They were put out of the promised land and led as captives in Babylon. Uh Uh-huh. God even rejected the priest Eli because he would not correct his sons. Eli was rejected and, and, and his priesthood was taken from him. Read uh, uh, 1 Samuel 2 and 12 and 4 and 18. God will not allow just anything, any behavior of any kind of regard toward him to go on without consequences. There are conditions to experiencing his blessings and favor. I'm going to end this right here to bring it forward to a, to our contemporary times we are facing this issue in our lives of different things, of bad behaviors and doing whatever we want to do. I'm going to end this with this. Whatever you do today, repent and ask God to help you. And no matter how many times you fall, the Bible said that a just man falleth seven times, but he get back up and he start over again. Whatever it is that you know you failed in, ask God to forgive you and do better But whatever you do, I want to tell you, don't quit. Don't quit on God. Allow God to finish what he started in you. And that's a great work. A great work. God loves you. He cares so much about you. I'm not assigned to everybody, but I am assigned to those that I know that God have revealed to me. God have revealed to me those that I'm assigned to. And even those that come, I am not to turn them away. I am to give them what God have given me. I am to still show, I am to still show them love in spite of even mine enemies. I have to show them love regardless of what. Because I don't even want to see them lost. I want to see them saved in Holy Ghost field. I still love them. I love my enemies. I love I love my frenemies. I love my foes. I love everybody that even don't love me. I love them. I want to see them saved. I want to see them forgiven. I want to see them give their life to God and, and turn from their wicked ways. That's my prayer for the lost and even my enemies. I want to see them come back in the fold of God. Not around me, but just in the fold of God. Even if they come around me, I'm still going to show love. But to you, to you, that know that this message spoke to you on today. Not not Rhonda, not pastor, not prophet, but God spoke to you today through this prophet. He used my, my voice to tell you today to repent and get yourself back in order with him. Yes, you have fallen. We all have. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's exempt from falling. Get back up and stop rejecting God. Know that I love you. I praise God for your life. And I pray today that this message blessed you. I pray today that you will move forward in the things of God, that you will ask God to forgive you for rejecting him and the things that he has put before you. May God bless you and forever keep you is my prayer.